0: Day, and uh, it's Valentine's Day, isn't that nice?
1: And Ash Wednesday all at once. And Ash Wednesday all at once.
0: Uh, Johnny Landoff's going to pop in, tell us what's going on in the Chevy world. Uh, guitarist Samantha Fish is coming to town soon, 23rd at Delmar Hall, uh, and she's extraordinary. Um, I'm sure a great majority of you are unfamiliar with her, and you'll be thanking me later. Johnny Law and a ride on the Elevator. Boop,
1: boop, boop, is boop, the Elevator boop. difficult today, Max?
2: No, no. I think the Elevator is a song that is in our audience's wheelhouse. We are asked sometimes, who's your demo? I think I know that our audience will know this song.
0: Yeah, I get asked that all the time. What's your demo? Who you talk to? I don't know, People. <laughs>
1: Well, talk radio has become more popular since podcasts have come about and people are seeking out more talk radio than they are listening to music all the time.
0: Yeah, and I got my own thoughts about podcasts, although our show is available whenever you want to listen to it at KTRS.com on the app, but it has opened up so much that people that should not be uh, doing the show – ...are doing shows.
1: But you don't have to listen to them. That's
0: I understand. I understand. And we, a- we
2: are also that, you know, you can listen to the show, KTRS.com, anytime you want. We are also on iTunes and the other aggregates, so we pop up in podcast apps. So even though Carney doesn't like to recognize it, he does a podcast every day. He just you does do? it live to tape.
1: It's the Carney Show podcast.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to lie. listen to a podcast <laughs> on the way to work. About a French painting. So,
1: you learn stuff. Niche radio. You learn stuff as you go see, along. that would be torturous to me. Um, I'd have to pull over and take a nap.
0: Well, I just have to occasionally excuse myself from the true crime world. I get it. Yeah. Because it's on some level, it's got to be terribly unhealthy. Uh, it is Valentine's Day as I'm... Let's call Walter Noel and see what he's doing.
1: Did he ever text you back the other day? No. 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 I bet he is so busy. My yeah. mom received some flowers from, not from Walter himself, but Was from, it from my agent. Did from he from her some? seven grandchildren and oh, that's beautiful great. roses. Yep.
0: Yeah, let's call him and So what are you doing? What's going on, Wally? Because <laughs> I'm this anno- is, annoying that way. This is
1: his Super Bowl.
0: Oh, I would think. He's Moth Santa. December 24th right now. Game on. Although a much skinnier mall Santa, I'll add, Walter. Um, and we'll be seeing him at Carnival. I'm super excited about that. Yeah, well, when the dust settles from today, we'll call him maybe the end of the week or maybe give him till Monday. I'd like to know what the numbers are of roses that were ordered from them and delivered this week
1: would be interesting. I would do you, I would have no clue where to even start I
0: think that. it's a made up number. Gudiya Most expensive roses by the dozen in the country California. California's not even in the top 10. New York. Euro for two.
1: Really? Yep. Alaska. Yep, yep, yep. I would think that would be expensive to get roses in Alaska. And you're out. Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> Shoot. I I know this is stunning to me. Going from uh, most expensive to least. Hawaii. Which well, just is, this year because which of is any- tropical. I don't know why they would be more expensive there because everything grows in Hawaii. Hundred and twenty-eight dollars a dozen is the average. Wyoming again makes no sense to me. Followed by Maryland, Montana, Washington, South Dakota, Delaware, Michigan, Idaho. You ah, sound like the what's Howard Dean? Ah, Michigan,
1: Delaware. I was thinking more Joe Biden. South Dakota.
0: And North Dakota, rounding it out uh, with an average price for a dozen flowers at $95.63. The ones you mentioned would have been my guesses, too. They're not even on here. Ah! Thank you. Um, Yeah, that's just wild. I'm sure, sure, a lot more affordable Walton Roll. And if you didn't order them, it's like the day. Uh, Swing by. Swing by. I was going to say, at this point...
1: Just drive, just type in Walter and LaFloris and drive into the closest one.
0: Yeah, one of the locations, and I believe, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I believe if you go in and buy a dozen roses, they're incredibly inexpensive. I don't know on
1: Valentine's Day if that stands to be true. Oh, he
0: doesn't jack prices up. He doesn't need to.
1: Eight four one two six. if you happen to swing by Wally World, let us know.
0: I don't even know if he likes that. Okay,
1: well, Carney made it up. It's
0: his fault. I know. It's true. WKF.com. Get on it, folks. And if it's not something for Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, everybody's got birthdays. Everybody's got an anniversary.
1: Mother's Day, Easter.
0: And, yes, everybody has an anniversary. Maybe it's not the anniversary of your marriage. It's the anniversary of your job. It's the anniversary of something significant.
1: Can I just say thank you to our boss, Mark Dorsey, who was nice enough to give me some roses here at the Big 550 from Walter Knoll Florist. And they are beautiful. And that was so kind. And I just really appreciate it. Very nice.
0: Do you get to keep those?
1: I do. I get to keep, I believe all of them. And it's in a nice carrying case.
0: I don't want to start trouble here.
1: But you're going to.
0: I, uh was walking around the office this morning, and I did not see flowers on Wendy's desk.
2: That's because he delivered them in studio in to studio. Wendy and oh, Jennifer, Jennifer okay. and also Heidi, Heidi has them on her desk mm-hmm. as well. And I think uh, Betsy, our new traffic person,
0: got them as well. That's what about nice. the dudes? What do we get? We get
3: nothing.
0: We get nothing.
1: You get paid <laughs> twice as much as we do. Money.
0: I don't hear uh, oh, so yeah, this is this is what we're doing here. Uh, speaking of giving stuff away in Valentine's Day, a big congratulatory note. Ah, to see Deborah Dissau, Dessau, Deborah Desau nominated by her husband Richard. Uh, here's what he said about Deborah. This is why uh, they won the Valentine's Day contest. This is this is beautiful.
1: Am I going to need tissue for this? Mm.
0: Well, it's cry? allergy season. You might want to just okay. have it close. deborah has been my wife for 42 years. We've had our ups and downs, but always remained a loving, happy couple. She puts up with a lot of my shenanigans. We met in high school, hung out with some friends of the same friends, but never dated. Later in life, we had both been married and divorced. We saw each other again. And started dating and married six months later.
1: I love that kind of a story. It's a very love now, boat.
0: Most people that had only dated for that length of time would not have stayed together. We had our differences, but made our marriage work. Deborah is my soulmate, and she deserves the best. That's why I am nominating her. So, how about that? What'd she win? Not a dry eye in the house. Uh, so. She gets showered with gifts from Herbaria, which like they make the scented soaps and stuff like that. Walter no florist. Lovely. And Newstead or fine jewelry. So congratulations to Deborah and Richard, you are a lucky man. A lucky man indeed.
1: What did you do for your bride for Valentine's Day? Are you yeah, cooking tonight? I,
0: I'm or? I'm thinking about it. I'm not really sure. See, normally I make her lunch and put it in the fridge, you know, with the cute little notes. Yes. And last night I was working on taxes and paperwork and then it was midnight and I was exhausted. So I got her lunchbox and I found a candy cane with heart-shaped M&Ms in it. I stuck it in her lunchbox with a, a gnome, a Valentine gnome. And a $20 bill with a note that said, let me buy your lunch.
1: Oh, that's cute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll probably sneak away from our children and go out to to dinner somewhere. Somewhere. You know, that's it. Nothing terribly exciting. You whooped it up on Saturday.
1: We did. We had a nice date night Saturday night, and I received some beautiful flowers from my husband and a nice card and then um today i'm carol and i we were gonna my husband's out of town so we were gonna i was gonna try to whisk carol away to a nice 4 30 p.m dinner somewhere yeah, maybe yeah. throw
0: a little massage or something petty You want me to massage her <laughs> no well i meant like go to a, okay creepy okay. A, a place that you know does that stuff professionally
1: oh that would be nice yeah
0: maybe some mani okay okay just do mani
1: Let's just do that. So do that's Valentine's the, Day. Uh,
2: did the chief the uh, Chiefs parade already happen? Was Tate there? Do we know? She's not
1: going, is what it's, I read. It's
2: Valentine's Day. I think it's happening now.
1: She's on her way to Australia. She's got to so work. They're
2: not together on Valentine's Day. It's like you and Crusher. Do they football yeah.
0: teams in Australia?
1: Mm, they have. Don't. Yeah. Isn't soccer, or what is it? What is baseball? Uh, he
2: said that he's going to uh, go Travel. with her on tour. Yeah. Hundred mile roll goes into
3: effect. I mean,
1: imagine that trip. Like that the trip of a lifetime where you have SUVs waiting for you at every twist and turn, you're whisked away on private jets with beds and massages and speaking of massages, all that I mean
0: just woo, sounds like a fun trip. Sounds like a Friday, I would imagine. Or Saturday. Isn't Australia the farthest flight from here?
1: That's why I'll never get there.
0: Or is it New Zealand? I don't know, but it's too long. Oh, I couldn't do it. I don't mind flying; it's just the duration Me yes. because I can't sleep.
1: I'll go bananas. I would go nutso. So
0: Beijing was thirteen hours, and Ooh. and that was, I lost my mind.
1: And then you came back with a plus one.
0: Yeah, well, there were thirteen couples with babies, so I was a little distracted. Time went a little faster. You knew everyone
1: I, by the end of the flight? You yeah. had everybody's blood type?
0: You should have seen the faces on the other people on the plane. When 13 couples I get bet. on a plane with newborn children, people are looking for parachutes. I'm,
1: they're like, yeah, I'm going to go with the later flight. <laughs> like 13 hours. I have to get off. But they part. were the girls were newborns, right? So they uh, were pretty young. Pretty much.
0: But, you know, their lungs develop pretty quickly.
1: Wah! Wah! Airplanes help with that for some reason.
0: Hopefully. 1222. We'll take a break. We'll come back. we got more to talk about. We haven't even gotten to what everybody's been up to. But uh, we'll do that and head into uh, some more stories. Stick around.
4: John. Marcia.
3: John Marcia John Uh,
5: Marcia John Marcia John Marcia
3: John.
5: on,
0: Marshal. Marshall. Marshal. <laughs> Marshal. Marshal.
4: Marsha, Marsha,
3: John, John,
4: Marsha, 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 John, 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 Marsha, 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 John, 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 John. Marsha,
3: John. Marshall. What a, beautiful love story.
6: My sister, is a bit beautiful
0: Julie John know why that cracks me up so much but it does i Stan really Freiburg. don't either yeah neither do we <laughs> <Stan> <laughs> but, well, but it's, it's funnier that.
1: to watch you react to it yeah. than it actually is it because really it really great. does make Carney laugh out loud
0: you
3: right. were you, and very wonderful.
1: few things really do yeah, it was cute
3: it
0: was cute
1: it was somebody on the text line says it's annoying somebody else says creepy somebody else stop. says make it stop
0: yeah, yeah. It's annoying. Oh well, so's this. Why are you even here then? Twelve thirty-one. A couple of congratulatory notes to pass around here, if I may. Did we win? Well, we weren't playing on these particular occasions. Oh. One congratulatory note goes to Pearl Lipscomb because yesterday was her birthday, and Pearl was 103.
1: Way to back go, when Pearl. when they
0: used to name their kids Pearl.
1: It's probably coming back because all those old-fashioned names have made a comeback.
0: Yeah. So she lives in a care facility in West Virginia, and the people at the facility started soliciting folks to send birthday cards. And somewhere in their mind, they thought, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool... If we can get Pearl a birthday card from someone in every state and like Friday they did it. They got birthday. Is she that cards. aware? I hope. I, I don't know Pearl personally. You don't know
1: really? I thought she was in your class. Mm mm. Mm
0: mm. Ouch. Sound <laughs> like my son now. Uh yeah, by the end of January she had more than four hundred cards from forty one states and oh. Few few uh, days after that, got the rest of them. They also got cards from other countries, Great Britain, Ireland, and Israel, all told, 2,000 cards. So happy birthday, Pearl. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's neat. Here's the other congratulations. Jenny Kavner, and maybe you know she is because she's in the sports broadcast world. Nope. Uh, NBC Sports California announcing yesterday, that she will be the lead play-by-play announcer for the Oakland A-Games in 2024. Wow. Making her the first woman to handle full play-by-play duties. Now, that is a woman I
1: would love to talk to.
0: That's super cool.
1: Don't you think? I really do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And maybe we can. I think that's awesome. So, I just wanted to share those. I thought those were... uh, we're happy stories, because I don't I don't throw a lot of those out there.
1: <laughs> Women in sports, I feel like it kind of started with what, Hannah Storm, would you say?
0: See, I wouldn't say would that. you
1: say the fabulous sports babe? Remember her?
0: Yeah. I, fabulous sports babe. But I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. Uh Morgana, the kissing bandit, maybe? No? Hello? Do you know Morgana is? Uh, no. Really? Am I supposed to? She's pretty famous. Okay. Pretty famous, but for running on the field and kissing professional athletes.
1: Oh, is that the lady that's, yeah. It's Morgana. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking
0: about it. Friend now. of the show. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we never uh, talked about where you were. What were you doing? What's going on? It's been a day. What's happening?
1: Uh, th- that was it. I already kind of went around. That was my around the room. We really didn't do much, but we're gonna. Carol and I are gonna do an early Valentine's Day dinner today. I got my flowers from my husband over the weekend. We celebrated.
0: Did you get uh, Valentine's Day cards from the kids?
1: I did not.
0: Did not used to be a thing. Like when the kids were little, they. I know were when they were mom. little,
1: they did. But I mean, I. now, I mean, I'm. I just hope that they sent the girls that they're dating some flowers, although not to lead them on too much. If it's not serious, I don't know. But I hope I trained them well. That's, I, I that's rem- what I hope.
0: I remember picking up Valentine's Day cards from them or having them sit down and draw something. Yeah, I think
1: when card. they were little, they would. that would be.
0: And uh, yeah, I thought of it again this morning. Like, should I? I think they're past that.
1: Right. And then you get to a point, too. And then with girls, you think, well, I mean, did you send your daughter's flowers? <sighs> a rot row.
0: No. Oh. That one didn't even occur to me. Whoops.
1: Ooh, because you're the their original Valentine.
0: That's true.
1: I know. <laughs> oh, but you no. still have time.
0: Will you excuse me a minute? Yeah. I, I got to take this call. At least bad. a
1: text with a little, you know.
0: There little, you a little heart hard, emoji. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's much I think easier. that's fine from and your original
1: cheaper.
2: Valentine.
0: Sure. Oscar, get anything for Mama for Valentine's Day? Uh, you know,
2: his school was doing a whole big Valentine's deal, and I found some... Uh, Some digital Valentine's cards that featured uh, Godzilla, and he loves Godzilla. (laughs) So I sent him a bunch of those, and he thought that was great. And then uh, for later on tonight, I've got some Walter Noel flowers, of course, for my beloved, and uh, some chocolates. Actually, she likes brownies, so I found this brownie uh, tray which has uh, little hearts on it and stuff like in uh, frosting. So I got that, uh, and then a card for Oscar. So
0: that's nice.
1: Where go, Romeo? It's a good dad.
0: Absolutely, absolutely well played, indeed. So I remember Valentine's Day when I was a kid. We were to make valentines for everybody in the class. Yes, and tape like a sucker to it, and bring a box where everybody could put a valentine in your box. I'm not sure that goes on anymore. It does. Does it? It went on when
1: my kids were little, and then my nephews. I saw they had two Valentine boxes going uh, as of last week, and they were writing out valentines for the past however many days. We did
2: that for every year for Oscar first class. I think this year's the first year that they're not doing that. But I mean, with them being in middle school and twelve and thirteen, and that's a little different. But yeah, when he was younger, we did it every year, and I, I sort of got traumatized. On a Valentine's Day oh, no. down in Florida because I found, I really liked the candies called Nerds. Do you guys know th- what those yeah. are? They're like little pop rock type things. They're kind of sweet and sour. But Do they don't sizzle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I found back in the 80s, like 84, 85, Nerds Valentine's Day cards with the cute little cre- creatures like, hey, be my Valentine. So I thought this would be great for my class. So I I bought the box, you know, my mom did. And I signed them all like, hey, to, you know... Brittany and to Amber and all these 80s names that we oh had back gosh. then, you know, yeah. yeah. And I gave them out to everybody, you know, to, to Phil and whoever. And I was
1: going to make my heart hurt in a minute and I could feel it coming.
2: A lot of the kids they came back up to my little desk and they threw the card <laughs> down they're like, "I'm not a nerd." Oh. Cuz it was the 80s and I guess it was kind of like a, a slam like revenge of the nerds. Alert. It was like an ostracized thing before geeks and nerds became cool and popular. So then I thought, oh, no, I just called my whole class nerds, and I got, they got really upset about it. So it was the last time I ever
0: did anything for Valentine's Day. Oh. Oh. Could have been worse. It could have been a candy called morons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a little boy in our class in first grade, and I will never forget this. He was the only one whose parents did not... You had to get the box there on the first, like, a couple days before Valentine's Day, you know, so that if somebody messed up or if somebody was sick, there was an opportunity to make up for all the Valentines. He didn't have a box because his parents wouldn't help him get the shoe box and put the whole thing together. And so I made him a box as as a, you know, fellow first grader, and I covered it in Reynolds wrap, and I glued hearts to it. And both of his parents are psychologists. What? I would like to know the psychology behind that of not helping. (laughs) I was appalled and I was seven or whatever you are in first grade. Just because
2: you're a
0: psychologist doesn't mean you're a good person.
1: I guess that's true.
0: Unless
2: you're my wife.
1: But it was just kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I I thought you were going to say, and both of his parents called me and said, stay out of this.
1: (laughs) Probably. Yeah, it it was none of my business. See, that was a boundary I needed to put up then and I didn't.
0: I wonder, not to bring gender issues into this because it's hard enough getting away from it. But how has that changed Valentine giving? How has that changed what's on the cards now? You mean like
1: to they, happy Valentine's Day? Yeah, to
0: they, them, happy Valentine's Day. They got to make those now. Do they got to? Uh, you know what? It, it really, the issue really hit me this morning when I was looking at contacts on my phone and I noticed I had several duplicates. And if you click on that and then click edit and go to the bottom, the you can hit the delete contact edit. So I was doing that. And as I was scrolling down, I'm looking at the choices. And one of the choices on the phone is, is add pronoun I'm not gonna play this game uh, it's it's not a game and i I'd never seen it before I was like how long has this been here and, and you're just looking for a phone number what what does it matter anyway yep I told you I was going in the weeds here I am well standing in the weeds I I don't know
1: I just yeah if I think you you just to you know, Sally from Johnny, whatever. That's it. And then you, you don't have to get into a deep dive on Valentine's Day when you're in, you know, second grade.
0: But Hallmark would like to make some more money. So let's throw in. Yeah, yet that's going to
1: help uh, them or hurt them, though. I don't know. It just seems line. different.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And then there's people now that they're saying they don't. They don't. Assign their child. I saw this online the other day. Any gender at birth, and they won't even tell the grandparents what what if what the baby is biologically, so that the baby can decide for itself. I didn't know we had options back in the day.
0: And the reveal party was a giant piece of clear plexiglass. <laughs> ta da. Oh man. Oh, uh,
1: there are lots of texts about Valentine's Day. Yes, on the Michael's there bath text are. line.
0: Why don't you tell us about them?
1: Okay. Um, On the way to the golf course, listen to the 550 radio app. Uh, Let's see.
0: I assumed it was golf course. It just said course, didn't it? Uh, Yeah. I have that window closed. uh, I don't know what other kind of course. Race course, maybe? I'm going to guess
1: golf course on a beautiful day.
0: I I think you're right on that one.
1: Uh, Don't forget, Jules, to ask Carney about the 84-year-old entertainer from the other day. Parkmore Bruce. The, on Monday, we were talking about an old entertainer, and you said his name, and I can't remember what it is. I guess I could go back on the app and listen.
0: What or was the context. Uh, context? I don't know. Was it Al Martino? Is that what you're talking about, or was that a conversation I had with somebody else?
1: I don't know. You'd have to ask Parkmore, Parkmore Bruce. He's been reaching out to me on Instagram, and he's on the text line now. He would like to know.
0: He's I, very concerned about this. Give us, Give us a little more to go on there. Bruce, if you would. From the
1: 314, I'm a teacher. Elementary school students still exchange Valentines. We lean more toward friendship than love. Yeah, that's a good idea. You don't need to be in something serious when you're eight. Ah, I
2: I choo-choo choose you.
0: Even if both Ah. your parents are (laughs) psychologists.
2: Oh, it
1: was so sad. I remember his first and last name. Hmm.
0: Well, you want to call them out of here? No, I don't. <laughs> it sounded like you were getting ready.
1: No, I thought of it. No. Just
0: checking.
1: I'm gonna behave.
0: Do you know what the Torch Award is? From the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. And they don't uh, they don't throw those around willy nilly. Um, what they do is they look at various businesses that deal with the public, and based largely on their ethics. And reviews and such. That's how they determine who's going to get the torch. Once again, no surprise. Alan Roofing, right there. They got yet another one. I don't even. I they believe could. that. I really do. They I don't, really I think are. There's expected. a year where they didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure they're doing a whole lot of tuck pointing right now uh, or siding, but I bet they're still doing gutter work. Still getting all that gack out of your gutters from when the leaves fell off the trees around your house. But you know what? The roof is important to be in tip top shape all seasons because a little water gets in there. A lot of problems can happen. Don't let them happen to you and don't be put off by the number of jobs. They do the big jobs that they do. Every job is important. Find out what they can do for you by giving them a ring, 636-391-1117, or check them out online. A roofing net. Speaking of the law, that's where we go now with our Johnny Law segment brought to you by Brown and Krupin and Jim Camlin from the aforementioned law firm. Joins us now. Hello, Mr. Canlon.
7: Well, happy Valentine's Day to you all. Are, oh. are we all are we all dressed in red today?
1: A little bit. <laughs> well, uh, Carney's got a wild shirt on that has hearts all over it. He looks like he the Chick Fil A French fry box.
0: That's what I was going for. Yeah, thank you.
1: Did you did you get some flowers for was, your lovely wife Carolyn or your daughters?
0: That was a fat joke. Oh. It? Absolutely. Yes. You know,
7: that's, I'm happy to get the flowers, you know, they love them. And by the way, it's kind of easy, you know, to to get do the flower thing. Now, the only interesting thing is I had reservations to uh, take my, my beautiful wife out to dinner, but she, she decided she didn't want to do dinner. So what we're doing tonight is she's inviting her mom and dad and, and brother and sister-in-law over and she's making dinner. So I thought, wow. Interesting. when, but, uh, when well,
1: all well, the way for you, right? All the way around.
7: Are you just going to work late? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> going to be there and, you know, say happy Valentine's to everybody. No, it's very nice. I, I have no objection nice. to that. Yeah, no objection. She she wants to do it with her family, so let's do it.
0: This morning, I saw a story in the news that the people that play the animated characters at Disneyland are considering going on strike.
1: Because oh, no. they're not
0: part of the rest of the union, there we've had baristas going on strike. We, the Uber drivers and the Lyft today, drivers today, in some places on strike, and flight attendants not happy with the way things are going for them, and they want to strike and do a, a picket line and all that. And at the end of the story that I read about, it says, and I highlighted the last sentence. Under federal law, it is illegal for airline workers to strike unless they get permission from the federal government, and that stunned me. Is it fair? Could they do that? You know that
7: that's a that's a fact regarding the airlines and flight attendants, and that's because they consider the government considers airlines to be an essential part of the operation of the, in essence, you know, the economy. And so they don't want them uh, going out on strike unless they first get permission. And that is very unusual. All right. Most, you know, that's not, that's not the case for most uh, workers, but in, in that story, in addition to the fact that they cannot strike without permission from the federal government, I was, a little surprised by the other sentence in the story that talks about flight attendants are not considered on the job for, as far as getting paid until the they year. hear the words, you know, the aircraft doors are now closed. That's crazy. Now, yeah. that That is absolutely crazy. Maybe I'm misunderstanding it, but if that means that they don't actually, you know, get paid, whatever get they get paid an hour or however they get paid um, until they're you know the doors are closed. I'm thinking there's a lot that they do before that, and I hope they're getting paid. Now I don't know if they get paid by the hour or by the trip, so maybe it doesn't matter, right? But you, you certainly, if, if you're getting paid by the hour, then that's not fair. If you're getting paid by the flight or you know the, the the trip, well then I guess it doesn't matter.
0: But according to the rules, there's nothing they can do about it. I'm surprised. That the airlines do anything nice for the flight attendants? Well, those they flight
7: attendants are very to. important. Yeah, but that's very important. I mean, that's our experience, right? As you fly, you know, the flight attendants are the—that's your; those are the ones you know facing the clients or facing the you know the passengers, and so you want to take care of the flight
3: attendants.
1: Even if they hit you up with some dad jokes before the flight takes off, I think that's much friendlier than you know a cranky person. <laughs> Some dad jokes. They do. Sometimes they're, they're trying out their comedian skills no, before yeah. the takeoff.
0: Yeah, I know Southwest used to have the locomotive sound as the, the plane was taxiing. Really? Like you, Like you were on a train. Like, uh, I don't think I want to hear that.
1: Maybe that was just in your head.
2: <laughs> no, that was really
3: happening.
1: Oh, okay.
0: There All were right. a couple flights where that might have been
2: both. I am curious on this Valentine's Day if Jim Cantlin, John Carney, or Julie Buck or any of our listeners on the Michael's Bath sex line, 84126, have ever eaten the cereal that was put out by Snoop Dogg and Master P. I
1: couldn't find it at the grocery
2: store. You know, that's so funny that you would say that, Julie Buck, because I went to my local Walmart and I couldn't find it either. Turns out,
0: lawsuit. (laughs) Are you suing Walmart or your local store?
2: No, Snoop Dogg and Master P. are suing Walmart. Saying that they were hiding
1: their cereal in in the back of the Shelves and the people couldn't find it. It wasn't prominent enough. Is that a thing?
7: Yeah, that's an interesting story. So, yeah, one I didn't know about Snoop cereal. So that's the there problem. you go. <laughs> yeah, now, now I now I do, and I guess I'll have to look for it. But uh, this is a breach of contract. So uh, Snoop Dogg and Master P, you know, they have a company, and they they went to Post, who I guess you know actually makes the cereal, and they put their names on it. They're marketing it, and they had an agreement with Walmart, where Walmart Walmart had exclusive rights to sell their cereal. And then their argument is, "Yeah, well, you're not putting it out on the shelves, so how how can you possibly sell it if you're not putting it on the shelves?" And I imagine Walmart's position is, "Hey, we had it out there; it's not selling." So you know, you're going to have to dig into the facts and see which is true. So if they're if they do have them out on the on, on the store shelves and they're not selling, well, that's one thing. But if they're, you know, keeping them in the back room, that's then that's not appropriate, and that might be a breach of the contract. So it's a breach of contract case.
0: I know. some people that work in the food manufacturing industry, and there's a whole psychology and negotiation process that goes on with the supermarkets. And the product representatives as to how much shelf space you get, where you get it, how do you get it eye level in the grocery store. And, and all of it revol- revolves around money and popularity. And you go to the store and buy stuff, you don't think about the fact that what you wants down there at shin level or right at your eyes. But it's big business. It is. Big business. Uh, okay, one more OnlyFans, I think everybody's familiar with this thing. And a lot of teachers getting fired. Your stuff like that or people in the corporate world. And then they find out ah, you have an OnlyFans page, which is where people put up, you know, scantily clad shots and a membership only basis, make money on the side. Some of them make a lot of money. So Money. money. So one woman who has an OnlyFans page uh, promotes it because she has an OnlyFans page sticker on her car. So she's dropping off her kid Loud at school. Loud and proud,
1: baby. Yeah,
0: or yeah. picking up her kid at school. And uh, they said, no, you can't drop off your kid here while you've got that on there. Um, and they're saying take the sticker off, which is kind of fair, but I think they're possibly overstepping their bounds.
7: Well, the, the trick to this particular story is that we're talking about a private Christian school. Versus a public school, so if this was a public school, I don't think they can get away with that and say, "Hey, because of the advertising on your car, parents, you can't, you know, pick up your child." I don't think that would fly in a public school setting. When you go to a private school, and then, like I said, this one happens to be a private Christian school. Well, by the way, you have no right to even attend that school. You know, they they don't have to accept you, and of course, you if they do accept you, you have to comply with their rules and protocols. And so if they have a rule that says something to the effect, you know, that we, you know, you, you can't be, um, you gotta be appropriate, you know, what in your dress, you have to be appropriate in, in your demeanor and appropriate, you know, we want some certain standards, then they can go ahead. And as long as they're enforcing this in a non-discriminatory manner, so you can't say, well, it's okay for let's say um, a white male to have that on their car, but um, you know a, a female is not allowed to have it. That would be appropriate, right? That's not that's a discriminatory policy. But as long as your policy is equal, doesn't discriminate against any particular group, then they can get away with that because it's a private school again, the, not public.
0: But the only fan page is the moms. Not the kids. So now the school is extending their regulations to other members of the family.
7: Well, again, because it's a private school, they they can do whatever they want, right? Yeah. They can have no reason. They can just say, "Hey, we're, little Johnny's not allowed to, to go to school here anymore." You know, and and if they want to do that, they you know that that's appropriate. In a, in a public school setting, that would not be, and and you know. I think the fact that it's a Christian school, and I'm not that familiar with OnlyFans, John. You you were telling me a lot more about it. Yeah, we you. didn't know.
3: <laughs> yeah. My
0: page does pretty well, yeah. Uh, uh.
3: Well, I
0: don't even have a sticker on my car. Just kind of bragging. Hey, Jimmy, enjoy dinner with the fam tonight, and happy Valentine's Day.
7: Well, thank you very much. Happy Valentine's Day to all three of you and to all your listeners, and I hope everybody has a great time tonight.
0: Thank, Indeed. You. Indeed. thank you, Jim appreciate your pearls of wisdom. Thank you. So there you go. There's the answer to all of our questions. I didn't realize, Max, that you were looking for Snoop cereal. Uh, I'll keep my eyes open. If I find some, I will.
1: I think your it. kids would get a kick out of that.
0: Probably. They eat a lot of cereal out of big salad bowls. Animals. KTR St. Louis, it is 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Michelle, welcome back. Second hour of three. We'll we'll get this down before we go our own ways. I think. Don't you? I believe so. Max, are you in? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, maybe. (laughs) All right. Let's go with a really strong maybe. Yeah. And happy
1: Valentine's Day, everybody.
0: Yes, it is. Smooches all the way around. And uh, Heidi and Josh coming up at 3 o'clock. We will hit the elevator coming up in just a second. And uh, what else do you want to know? Oh, the um, St. Patrick's Day Parade. I don't know about the one in the city, but they also had one out in St. Charles. And it was great, great fun. The mayor said he got tons of beads. And no, he didn't. Um,
1: I'll tell you that uh, my most favorite parade I've ever been to was in St. Charles, And it was the St. Patrick's Day parade with my nephews. They had the best time. It is just good, clean fun.
0: Next month, are you coming back?
1: I think we'll do it, yeah. They're going to talk me into it, I'm sure.
0: No rest for the wicked, although they're not wicked. But you'd think they're still sweeping up beads off the streets. No, we got to get right back up and start working again. Because two days away, Working Woman Survival Show at the convention center And then rolling in on the 29th is the uh, St. Charles Boat Show, which is huge. Um, And musically, I don't talk a lot about uh, Scheidinger, the uh, performing uh, arts center on the property of Lindenwood. And it is a gorgeous theater. I've only been to about a half dozen shows there. Some of them spoken word, some of them music, all of them Fantastic. And another one right around the corner. One month and one day from today, Bruce Hornsby takes the stage there as well. And uh, we wanted to get him on the show, and he doesn't want to. But still, it's going to be a good show. Going to be a good show. So it's a lot for me to keep up with what's happening. The Mizzou thing at Family Arena. Mizzou to the Lou Quad Gymnastics. So things were happening. They are happening. Bored? Just cross the river, come out to St. Charles, and wow, I might do this and this and this and not have time for everything, but pick what you want first and then go. Find all the activities online at discoverstcharles.com.
6: Now it's time to take a ride on the Carney Show Hell Brought to you by Music Go Round, St. Charles. Call 314-931-5877 to join us.
0: And it's brought to you by our chums at Music Around St. Charles. And I will tell you guys, I will be back there very soon because I found out over the weekend my karaoke machine is broken.
1: Oh, that's a travesty.
0: So, got to get another amp. And I got both the boys playing guitars. So, we need more amps. We need some more. You're like the Partridge
1: family over
0: there in St. Charles. It's unbelievable. I'm so glad they're playing. Yeah, that is good. And it's building confidence, you know, playing in front of their friends and stuff. I just have to keep going to get new equipment. So, luckily, going to Music Around, I don't have to spend a bundle of money to make it happen. So, yay for that. If you're looking for some instruments, that's the place to go. If you're looking to unload some instruments, that's the place to go. Music Around at St. Charles in the Regency Plaza right next to the Walmart there at 70 and Zumbel.
1: We need to give that number out again because we're going to play Elevator now. 314-931-5877. You'll hear this little piece. And if you can identify this little ditty, name an artist, you will win what, Maximilian?
2: Well, oh. you'll win a couple of DVD gift sets. You've got 1883, a Yellowstone story, the entire season of that, and Yellowstone season five with the... Not very masculine Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah both of those <laughs> if you know Never Live it down. the name of this song as well as the artist who originally performed it. Are we ready?
0: Uh indeed, throw it at us. If I
1: know it, everybody knows it.
0: Nine three one five eight seven seven. That's you go three one four. Yeah, let's go to the phone. And let's... they're texting in. Stop doing that. Yeah, it's we not wanna... a text content. We want to talk to you.
2: Let's go to line three. Hello, line three. What's your name?
6: This said, Mark. Well, Mark, how are you today? I'm gonna get better in a minute. I think. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day as well. Do you have?
0: Do you have a Valentine?
8: Uh for seventeen years now.
0: Yeah. So what's yep. what's the big plan there, Romeo? What do you got going on? Uh,
8: going to stay home like we do on New Year's Eve and just enjoy each other's company. Oh,
0: it's adorbs. Nice. It's adorbs. <laughs> Maybe watch a movie if you get this one right.
8: All right, all right.
1: What is it?
4: What is Elton John, your song.
1: Uh, yeah, all right. I love it. Woo-hoo. Way to go. You're going to be watching lots of Kevin Costner.
8: We, well, I got some
2: Kevin Cup. Good. Fantastic. I'm sorry it's not very masculine. Mark, just stand oh my by, God. and I'll grab all your information. <laughs> I, I also love how the text line says, Elton John, his song. Yeah. And then someone else, uh, it's a wonderful life when you're in the world. That's no, it's it's your song, and Mark had it right.
0: Right out of the gate. Indeed. And Christie's Auction House, if you go online, you can buy a pair of his silver sparkly platform shoes and a Bentley and... All that, if you want to.
1: I'd take the Bentley. I don't think I want the the shoes.
0: If I could fix a car, I'd love a car like that, but no. Too expensive. Well, congratulations for Mark made his Valentine's Day. That is today's Elevator brought to you by Music Around St. Charles. And I know you're waiting for the Max mashup, but uh, first we'll have Sarah close it out for us.
6: Thanks for riding on the elevator. Brought to you by Music Go Round St. Charles. Buy, sell, and trade all kinds of musical instruments. 105.9 Regency Parkway, St. Charles. Check out musicgoround.com.
3: Third floor, housewares. It's a little... This feeling inside. I'm not
4: one of those who can easily hide. I don't have much money, but boy, if I did.
1: This news just in: Todd Chrisley and Julie Crisley, who are in two different prisons due oh. to tax evasion charges, are oh. unable to communicate this valentine's day and they got all the paperwork in ahead of time and the judge said nope can't do it why didn't they throw him in the same hole They just wanted to be even meaner i guess i don't know rob gronkowski says that bill belichick will be back with a vengeance next nfl season i know it's more sportsy than schmoozy but i thought i'd throw that in there i feel like he might know something maybe he's gonna play again You'll never know. Don't know. A year from now, Jelly Roll might only be half the man he is now because this guy named Gary Brecka, who has been referred to as a human biologist and a biohacker, is helping him lose weight. Jelly Roll weighed in at 494 pounds when they started working together. And he's planning on losing 250 pounds within wow. the next 12 to 14
2: months. Change his name to Roll?
1: Max, that's just not nice. We just don't need that or in the world. I don't know. I
0: need just gel.
1: Teller from Penn & Teller is 76 today. Michael Bloomberg is 82, the billionaire and former mayor of New York City. <laughs>
2: With a horrible presidential campaign. Oh,
1: that was yeah. bad, and he probably wasted a bunch of money on that. Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 is 52 today. And 57 years ago today, Aretha Franklin recorded her signature song, R-E-S-P-E-C-T.
0: Find what it means to me. I B E C T. I don't think that was her song, but it it's certainly not. got attached to her. It's maybe one of the uh the best
2: cover versions of all time. Yeah. So good.
1: I can see your voice is on tonight. Barney Wilson is gonna be on the show. Joel McHale is uh, also on the show. The price is right at night special Valentine's Day episode this evening on tribute And that, my friends, is your schmooze on the Big 550. Mm-hmm. Now we go for the homemade jokes. You can smell them fresh out the oven like
0: Valentine's Day cookies.
1: It's John Carney.
0: It's new, and it's going to take a while. Taco Bell got a brand new offering hitting their menus this week. I know you're excited. Fast food chain plans to introduce its cheesy chicken crispanada
3: tomorrow. Mm.
0: First tested in Tennessee last year. Why Tennessee? I, I don't know. It's their take on an empanada. The restaurant says they're very excited about the new product and Pete Davidson's looking forward to more work. Uh, business giant Bear is asking its employees to volunteer for severance packages as the company readies for layoffs and Navigates a shift to a new operating model. The move, announced in an email to workers last week, comes after years of financial turmoil for Bear uh, and months of recent descriptions on Wall Street. The Bear's not doing well. They're restructuring now. Man, what a headache. <laughs> Good, you got that.
1: I got it.
0: You heard a mention just moments ago. Rapper Snoop Dogg and Master P suing St. Louis-based Post Holdings and Walmart, claiming the companies failed to put Snoop cereals on the store shelves like they promised. The two rappers contend that the boxes of Fruity Hoops and Frosted Drizzles and Cinnamon Toasties were hidden in Walmart stockrooms with no intention. ...of ever being displayed for purchase. In its place were extra boxes of Captain Creunch and Honey Take-A-Puffs. Wow. <clears throat> Just gotta keep That's going. all I can say. Wow. Ukraine's military says it sank a Russian battleship in the Black Sea using naval drones. Report that has not been confirmed by Russian naval forces yet. Ukraine's general staff said they sank it on the Crimean Peninsula, and it was B eight that did it. B, I like it. I like it. A
1: bingo joke.
2: No, 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 battleship! You sunk my battleship. Uh, Yeah, I never. Yeah,
0: help her, help her through this. Help me. New York Democrat Tom Suozzi has won a special election for the House.
1: Oh yeah, he beat your buddy. That was the seat. seat
0: formerly held by George Santos. Uh, He also beat out Mozzie Pillup in a contest to represent the district that includes parts of Long Island and New York City Borough of Queens. The win narrows an already thin margin held by Republicans in the House. And that win comes despite his mom not dying in the towers. He didn't swindle a veteran out of his dog. His grandma was not a Holocaust survivor. that did not start an animal charity. He is not a Jew, or should I say, Jew-ish. So there you go. We won't forget you, Georgie. We'd like to. Got a soft spot, baby. I'll do one more because I know you're dying. Uh, William Bill Post. It's two references to the Post Company. The man buying Pop Tarts passed away on Saturday. Oh. Age of 96, he was raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. At 16 years old, he began working at the Heckman Biscuit Company. And one day, Kellogg's approached them uh, looking for a treat that could go in the toaster. And he said within four months, they had created Pop-Tarts. According to the obituary, Bill Post later moved to Illinois with his family to work at Keebler's corporate offices. There will be a private burial service with a casket covered in strawberry frosting. Mm. Too soon,
1: maybe.
3: Okay. Have you ever
1: been to a restaurant where they make a pop tart kind of a dessert?
3: Yes. yes, Like
1: Annie Guns has done it, I think. uh, Cobalt. I think Bernadette has done that at Cobalt. Unless I I,
0: I mistake it, I believe they have them like Mod Pizza too. When you check out. Right there where they but put But maybe
1: the, not the same as like Annie, as going to Annie Guns and yeah. having that or cinnamon ice cream that scooped that on top of it. Ding
0: dong that they
1: make. Maybe yeah, they make a ding
0: dong. Never made a homemade Pop-Tart, but then again, you get into the world of baking, and I just don't. So.
1: I'm surprised. Is your wife a baker? No. no. Why do you laugh? She can cook.
0: Is she a candlestick maker? Uh, <laughs> only when she's uh, hitting Colonel Mustard in the library. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, on Saturday or General Mustard. Um, our text line available to you, Max. Michael's Path text line eight four one two six. Chime in with whatever you want to. Delmar Hall on the twenty third. Guitarist Samantha Fish will be there promoting her brand new album, which by the by is up for a Grammy this year. So good, guitarist singer, and she's uh, from Chiefs Country where I'm sure they're still sweeping it up. And on that text line I just mentioned, Mr. Miowski's big fan, on Main Street in St. Charles with the Great Sourdough, they make homemade Pop-Tarts.
1: Really? Yes.
0: I think I did have one while I was waiting for my bread. I would hope so. Maybe or maybe not. It is 129. Let's uh, keep up on business. Uh, Got a break. Johnny Wandoff coming up in a bit. Some other stories, a little history of Valentine's Day, also, that you may not have known
1: about. Oh, look forward to that. Also, I wanted to remind you that if you've been thinking about losing some weight and exploring the semi and what that can do, Dr. Allison Walsh can help you with that. Lifestyle solutions waiting for you at St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions. Dr. Allison Walsh has helped me over the last couple of years. It has been definitely a journey to getting to where I want to be weight-wise and then adding on top of that a lot of changes in life happening and you get the hormone balancing going and you can feel like yourself again. Mood disturbances, insomnia, weight gain, mental fog, hot flashes, any of that ring a bell with you? Well, guess what? You don't have to live that way. Dr. Allison Walsh can help you, and she's helped me tremendously with all that. And, and that's that's not, as you say, Carney, a fat joke. I just think that she is all that. If you want to lose weight and you want to get in shape and you've tried literally everything under the sun, give her a shot because she seems to know exactly what's going on. Everybody I've sent her way has done nothing but rave about her bedside manner, and her knowledge when you get into the hormone balancing and weight loss space. STLWomensLifestyleSolutions.com, that's the website, or simply call 314-919-9998. That's 314-919-9998.
4: You know, last time I was here, I, I did some Halloween carols, and I got a lot of candy. But, uh, so I figured, it's, uh, since Valentine's Day is around the corner, why not make Valentine's Day versions of some of my favorite songs and sing them? You know, I'll do something like a... Uh... It's almost the 14th of February Just to try and guess Why I'm so depressed Wish you would send that valentine, my friend You should see the junk mail And all the bills that I've been getting in And if I get one more thing from Ed McMahon I'll kill my man.
0: you said you get a lot of candy when you sang the Halloween carols. What do you want from these songs, Valentine's?
4: Valentine's? Candy? Maybe a little lovin'? She says she likes hot candy. (laughs) I said, yeah, who doesn't? She likes a little candy. It's her favorite ones with the hearts with all the words on them. Like, hug me, kiss me, and miss you, and cutie pie. And I said, if I get those things, then maybe tonight you'll be mine. She said, you're a complete idiot. Because <laughs> it's almost midnight on Valentine's Day and I haven't gotten one damn candy. I said, took her hand, brushed back her hair. I sang to her, I said, I know a place that's open up all night. Valentine, Valentine. Valentine. I know, you can just call people up. Call people up on the phone, you know? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. A wasted Valentine's night, right? My ex girlfriend's getting a phone call tonight. I got tequila in me. Don't hang up, it's your ex boyfriend, Jimmy. I am drunk at 6 Long Island. But, um, don't be surprised if someone throws a pebble at your upstairs bedroom window and serenades you with this. I got myself a Whitman sampler chocolate It comes with a diagram that describes everyone And it's In a hot box And it's
0: Those little... Valentine candies are like rocks that taste like chalk. But
1: late at night, they come calling your name. No. No? No. You are that much of a food snob Uh, that you would not.
0: I don't eat chalk. Don't hate. But it is the number one selling candy on Valentine's Day. The little heart. The little pieces, the little rocks. Remember being
1: a kid and getting the, oh, you're talking about the, I know, I thought you were talking about the chocolates. Like no, these.
0: I'm talking be mine.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'll eat those once a year. Well, Why not? It is like chalk.
0: You want to really torture somebody? Take one of those little colorful, arch-shaped rocks and stick it inside of a peep and give it to somebody to eat.
1: Oh, and then give them the name and number of your dentist.
0: Yeah. Ooh, I don't like peeps either. I'm sorry, what were you saying? You were saying. I was
1: saying remember when you were a kid and you would open the box of chocolates and then some of them were kind of gross remember the some of them oh, didn't yeah. hit well and you'd take like maybe a teeny bite or at least we would at my house fat and kids put it back. and we would put it back Oh yeah and then we'd go on to something else and I'm like now I want to find the one that looks just like the one that I already yes. ate that I hope is on the opposite side of the box.
0: I think it was the Whitman assortment that got smart and put like a diagram in the box. I as love well, that. Yeah. That this is this. and they weren't always right. You know? It's like Or people were just messing this with doesn't you. Does not taste like caramel? It's just like chicken. Mm.
3: What am I eating?
0: Uh and the ones that that used to be filled with like liqueur, those were gross. Yeah, those aren't <laughs> good. Those were gross. Yeah, it is Valentine's Day, as a matter of fact. And uh, I thought, where did that come from? And I knew there was a scene Valentine somewhere along the way. Didn't know the backstory. And it's anything but romantic.
1: And the word, when you say romantic and you say romantic, I don't think romantic is romantic.
2: Well, that's a that was a, a radio personality for a
0: while around here. I think he's mm. passed...
1: Romantic or
0: romantic? Romantic. I am. Uh, Anyway, so in the year 270, a priest in Rome, uh, Emperor Claudius II, is said to have been executed. A holy priest named Valentine was as well. Now, here's why. The uh, emperor at the time wanted to get people to join the military. We need to recruit. We need troops. Let's get some come together, be strong and all that. And the guys just weren't willing to get on board because they like their families. They like their wives. They want to go home at the end of the day, not put on you know, a mask and a shield and a sword. So they weren't signing up. And there was a, uh, not a priest, but, you know, um, a pastor who defied that and still was performing marriages for young lovers because Claudius outlawed marriage. That way, no family to stay home with. You'll go fight instead.
1: And you guys think it's hard now to just pick up the phone and order flowers. Yeah. Think of what these people went
0: through. Yeah. So this Valentine pastor said, I don't care. I'm going to conduct these weddings. And when they found out he was doing it, Claudius had him dragged to him. They beat him with clubs and then cut off his head. Happy Valentine's Day. Only Carney. Yeah. How that turns into flowers and candy, I don't know, but I like that better. The, Did can, the candy and flowers. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, wow, it's weird how history changes things. But again, this is a, a much better ending, certainly for him. But uh, that's the story. Sticking to it. Is this the uh, hour we track down Johnny? I got because I got to ask him about a couple things. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Johnny. Who do we got? Have they told us, or are they going to surprise us?
2: Uh, It looks like uh, Sam and Kitty.
0: Sam and Kitty. All right. I'm ready for that.
1: In the next hour, we talk to guitarist Samantha Fish to promote her upcoming concert at Delmar Hall.
0: Yeah, and a new release that's up for a Grammy. Um, Back to cars for a second, and I'm not uh, a a race car fan,
3: but Mm.
0: obviously we got a lot of them. You look at the crowds they get at bait, at Gateway, open wheel racing and all the other stuff and sprint tracks and the like. Uh, the Daytona 500 is next weekend. In case you're looking for something. Qualifying is tonight uh, and then other qualifying tomorrow and then the race on Sunday. Don't understand it and don't want to put anybody off, but I don't, I don't get it. Hmm. It's, it's traffic, is what
2: it is. 84126. Let John Carney know why you love
0: car racing. It's shake and bank. A
1: shake and bank. Maybe Captain Paul can explain it.
0: Ah, where is he these days? He's probably still at a party. Hopefully, he'll get here in time. Tomorrow on the program, right across from where we sit, is a, a theater. West part, Very intimate. Very nice. And uh shows coming, the men are from Pluto and the girls are from
1: Men are from the Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. Was, women are from Heaven.
0: Mark Gray, or what was the guy's name who came up with that conceptually in the beginning? But it it was like chicken soup for the soul. It just took off. Well, there's a show uh about that. Men are from Mars and Amadeo Fuchsia, I believe that's the pronunciation, who is starring in it, is coming over to talk to us about it because I believe it starts tonight. Were you ever in a play? Yes. Yeah.
1: I was in The King and I? Right. In the chorus, of course. Where was that? Westminster Christian Academy. Yeah. SCL Mo.
0: That was a good production.
1: I was in, uh, oh, sure you do. And I was in a. I was on the Muni stage one time to sing in Damn Yankees for about 30 seconds. And they're like, she's tone deaf. Get her off the stage. Uh, And what else? I think that's... I told
2: you to give my daughter a shot.
1: That's right. The apple didn't fall far. Yes, it did.
0: Fell very far. Do you feel like you missed a calling considering your mom's background?
1: No, I tried out for stuff. I just never got it. Sing happy birthdays if you're sad. Sing happy birthday as if it's the best day of your life. Sing happy birthday as if someone died. Did you ever have to do that?
0: No.
2: But what did birthday. Yeah, that? That's an old audition trick. Mm-hmm. Red leather, yellow
0: leather. Yeah. That's that a leather. warm
3: up. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I was in another play. Other than, how, uh, I got to think of you. what it was.
0: You've got a bunch of shows.
1: Uh, and I would go to the rehearsals for the ones that my mom would assist in directing over at Country Day back in the day. Were you ever in a play?
0: Uh, I did a couple things at the Muni, but again, I was a tree. I was wallpaper, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah, Max, ever been in a play? I mean, just school plays. And, you were, uh, yeah. And I, I hated it. I got petrified getting up there in front. I'd of I'd
0: have lost money. I just didn't picture you in a play. What okay. what play? Oh,
2: I mean, I'm talking like when I was ten and eleven.
0: Actually, cool sure.
2: plays, you know.
1: another one where I played Big Monkey. Now that I think of it, oh, my, you know, dad, my dad had, had Monkey. Mm-hmm. I heard that I was at I, at the JCCA uh, summer camp uh, that we had a, an acting camp, and yeah. I was the monkey.
0: I, you know, I remember that show too.
1: Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. <laughs> I think you were the director.
0: I think it went off Broadway.
3: <laughs> you
2: know, I, a couple of days ago, John Carney sent me an audio clip of David Letterman. Talking about, he was giving his thoughts on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. David Letterman, really funny guy, of course. He's retired now, kind of doing some podcasts and stuff. This was a minute-long clip, and I thought this being Valentine's Day, this being a day of love, and we haven't played it. And Carney said to me, like, last week, could we play it now before we do Londo?" After you tell me what play you were in. I, it was some sort, I think it was like a, we did a Pilgrim's Progress one time, and then we did a Chicken Little one time. Wow. So, yeah. That's, that's
0: a stretch. That's diversity. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. All right. What you got over there?
5: Yeah. Taylor Swift, I don't think in the history of show business, in the history of popular culture, we've ever witnessed anything like this. Tremendous she fills stadiums around the world and puts on a three-hour show now we live in a world now where all we hear is good nonsense and ugliness and the nonsense can't be more nonsensical and the ugliness god hopes it can't get any uglier but that's all we hear that's all we hear so now here's taylor swift who is a glowing bright light of goodness in the world and she starts dating uh kelsey Grammer. And people No, that's go- not true. What?
6: Kelsey Grammer?
5: Yes. Yeah. And- <laughs> An interesting pairing. And people go, go crazy. And the, the Kelsey Grammer people say, oh, no, no, no. Don't bother us. We're all caught up in football. We don't want Taylor in football. And the Taylor Swift people, the Swifties, are saying, oh, we don't want a footballer in here with Kelsey Grammer. And I'm Travis saying, "Kelsey, huh?
1: Travis Kelsey. Right.
5: Travis Kelsey. And I say to both camps. <laughs> This is such a lovely thing. Shut up. It's good for the footballers. Yeah. It's good for Taylor Swift. And it's something positive and happy for the world. And also politically, Taylor Swift is a huge force. And I think just wants to see people do the right thing. So God bless Taylor Swift and Kelsey Grammer. That's Not all I have. Kelsey had to- Grammer.
0: Hmm? <laughs> uh-huh. Honest mistake. Uh-huh. It could happen, but a great point, you know? It is something that is genuinely wholesome, and we're tearing it down. I'm not tearing it down. In general, I'm not pointing to you in particular. By, By and large, let's come up with a conspiracy. There's a scandal. And a lot of them came and went and did not happen. Off to Johnny's, or we need a break first? Let's take
2: our last break of the hour, and then we'll talk to the Landoffs until the top. Right. And Kelsey Grammer.
4: Johnny Landoff Chevrolet. Roll Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. Roll Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. Roll Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. Roll Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. Roll, Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. Roll, Chevy Roll. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new car. 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 Roll Chevy Roll.
0: That's usually around the time you, you can't find Johnny Landoff. When he's out doing the duck deal, but we'll uh, head down 270 to the Washington Elizabeth exit and check in on on the gang. Probably find Kitty because she's there all the time, and either John the Third or Sam. Somebody's somebody's around. They're ready for us now. They're all on a conference call. Oh, hi guys.
6: Hey, I'm Julie. How, how are you, are you all? Happy
2: Valentine's Day. Happy Ash Wednesday.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. All of those
9: things. All of those things.
0: Exactly. I I was reading a story, and it's not not a Chevy. Pardon me on this one. But uh, uh, a company here sold a car to a guy in uh, Beverly Hills, and it was a uh, 71 Stutz Blackhawk Series 1. And it was so valuable because it was purchased new by Elvis and it was only one of 14 known to be in existence. Do you ever come across cars that have historic value like that? And if you do, how do you tell?
10: Uh, we really, at least I have not since, since I've been here. Um, as far as telling if they have historical significance I would think usually there's there you know whoever is in current possession of, of the vehicle might have some type of documentation or you know there are certain I know um, as far as when you get into you know higher end and classic vehicles um, some of the the auction houses that specialize in those um, either they offer it in-house, or there are certain independent um you know uh people that are trained to verify those things that that can provide um things like that yeah but that and, would probably and, be the the only way um and, but like as far as also in a vehicle how to tell if it's original parts things like that yeah. when they build a vehicle usually there are serial numbers or or um identification oh. numbers on all the different parts that go along even, even back into the fifties, sixties, uh, and back now at times you see it's, it's more of a barcode type thing rather than a serial type number, but there's all certain different ways, but we, uh, we kind of stick to more of the, 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 Every day, you know, I'm not not
6: shopping for
0: Elvis's convertible. I do know Bobby Darren's car was somewhere around St. Louis for a while, but
6: well, I I know that John Landoff senior once had one of his demos sold and the customers that purchased it asked him to autograph the dashboards. So he did do that.
3: Yeah. And
6: they kept it like that until they sold it. So there you have it? That was our famous one.
0: Is the Johnny Sr. autographed Chevy still around?
6: Uh, no. It was a yeah. Caprice Classic, and uh, I think it has gone by way of. We're
3: all. The Dodo good, Bird, Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all going get good you guys Johnny to Caprice. sign some more.
0: What cars do you have on the lot right now that you could sign and sell?
10: we got a lot of cars. We've got uh, we got plenty of Silverados. We just got a, a big shipment unloaded of uh, the new 2024 tracks. So our, our tracks uh, inventory levels are, are back uh, up to where we like them to be. Um, and we also do have uh, – I, I couldn't read that. Sorry. Oh,
6: I'm sorry. That was because I'm interrupting because John John Landoff, Jr. is listening. Hi, Johnny and Mimi. Uh, we did have Corvettes for sale that Sammy Davis Jr. owned before they were sold. Oh, okay. Cool. So we have some pictures in the dealership. Next time you're in, I'll show them to you of Sammy in front of. He had a white Corvette, I know, with red interior, it seems to me. Um, Maybe it was the reverse. I'm not sure. I like to look at
0: at those pictures because it kind of chronicles the evolution of dad's hairstyle. Um, (laughs) uh, Autoplex, what's out there? What's moving? How's the service department going?
10: Uh, they're 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 humming right along. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's today or was it yesterday, but our great uh, service manager Calvin uh, was his birthday. We uh, we uh, all got together for a little bit Saturday evening, ahead of time to celebrate. But uh, yeah, between uh, Calvin out there, Brian Staffo, uh, Tony, Jesse, everybody uh, in the service, they worked their butts off. Kyle, Mac, Justin, Chip who just became a grandfather this week. Congratulations, Chip. Yay, uh Chip. J.C. to Crystal. They're, the gang out in St. Peter's is all good. And, yeah, as far as what they have, they have just about anything automotive that you might be looking for, you know, depending on who's been in lately. Sometimes we even have horse trailers out there, you know, for sale. So if it's if it's something they've got or you're looking for they've got it, and if they don't have it, uh, they can find it for you.
0: Yeah, I see Calvin every time I go out there to the autoplex. And when I walk in, I'm like, Okay, all is right. There's Calvin. Yes, sir. Get it done. Get it done.
10: So, well, we
6: are happy to have somebody come out and shop today because it's beautiful. It's a perfect day to shop here in Florissant, and
10: the doors and windows are all open.
6: Yes, we. I know if you hear are. that background, that's because we have to open the windows and enjoy this beautiful weather. It's beautiful. Got to do it. Do I know it? Car
0: buying habits change seasonally. I mean, do you see more trucks moving in the winter time, or more? I mean, obviously convertibles, warmer weather vehicles, but is it all the cars all the time?
10: You know, for for the last little while, obviously it was all based on what was available more than anything. But I would say traditionally, you know, not so much the weather as as kind of uh, how it goes, it slides with daylight savings. As far as that that. Extra hour or where we are, you know, along the, uh, you know, because it's 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 hard to get a lot of people out in the evenings when the sun sets at like three forty-five. Yeah. You know how it does. For it's some a little depressing, is yeah. what it is. Yeah,
1: right? to
10: when, so when the sun stays up till about nine o'clock. Oh yeah, we've had. A little more of an impact on it than maybe specifically the weather, because here it's the middle of February and it's gorgeous outside, and I'm sure there'll be a day sometime in June or July. Where it will probably be absolutely awful to be outside, whether it's because of rain or or whatever, but it'll still be sunlight, you know. Um, and luckily today, I think we're we're less than a month away, almost from daylight savings time now to get that hour back. And here it's light now till six o'clock, if not a little longer now. So no, um, yeah. As far as it, it has more, I guess, to do with with the sunlight, but again, even then, with with the internet and and you know all the different ways. Technology you can you can go about the car buying process. Um nowadays, dot com really, no. yeah, exactly. That's right. Twenty four seven. And open late and then, tonight too
0: at both locations. You can do that at the Chevy Square at yeah, two seventy Washington. Perfect Elizabeth.
10: Valentine's Day date. Oh yeah,
6: there you the go. Perfect Valentine's yeah, Day date. Yeah. You even have a red Bull. We'll put on that Valentine you buy, that car.
10: Uh, oh that's adorable. And the Autoplex too.
0: Let's give them love. Seventy and exit 79. Thank you guys and happy uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's
6: Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Ciao kids.
0: But wouldn't it be funny if they found that car the dad signed still around I'm somewhere? I'm
1: surprised that Johnny doesn't have that, you know, encased in some sort of a frame. Yeah. I think that would like be kind of, of a it, neat thing in the dealership. Or just the autograph part of the dashboard.
0: Have you ever seen Those pictures of Johnny in the service department. Junior I'm talking about.
1: Oh, no, I don't think so. It's it's
0: hilarious. I'll show you some. I took some pictures. Unintentionally hilarious. I took some pictures with my phone. I'm like, yeah, this was nineteen eighty two. Up at uh, Del Mar Hall on the 23rd, a show to catch for sure. There's a massive understatement. Samantha Fish filling the room with sound and a new release called Death Wish Blues with Jesse Dayton. So we caught up to her on the road before she got here. Give you a little taste. Hi, Samantha. Hey, how's it going? Grand. And I was listening to the new album. Which, by the way, nominated for a Grammy, congrats on that by the way,
8: thank you very much, yeah, it was pretty pretty incredible and i
0: I can't imagine what it's like to work with someone like Jesse Dayton because he's somebody that you were looking up to before you even went down this path, wasn't he?
8: Well, yeah, I mean, I've known Jesse probably the better part of twelve ish thirteen years maybe um. And you know, not like super well, but he used to come through a venue that I played a lot as you know a young player in Kansas City as a place called Knuckleheads, and he'd come through a couple times a year, and you know he was pretty beloved in that venue and that space, and um, so you know I I just you know grew up he was just uh, he was part of the fabric of all of that, and I I, I knew about him, and um, yeah, definitely was excited about. You know the things that he was doing. I kept I kept up with his career over the years through every you know the way that everybody does through social media and you know I just became a fan of like how uh, how deep his artistry runs. You know he, not only is he a solo musician, but he's you know he's he's a renowned sideman for you know if you if you just look at his Wikipedia, it's crazy. You know the yeah. those country outlaw musicians he's backed up. You know you're talking about like Waylon and Johnny Cash, and then and then he goes on the other end of the spectrum backing up you know Danzig and John Doe and this rock and roll world and he's involved in film he's involved in he's an author he's written a book you know the guy's just got a lot going on so yeah i, I definitely would say that i was a, a big fan of his work and you know this opportunity arose and we just kind of rolled with it
0: now coming out of Kansas City obviously that is a hotbed for music not unlike down the state in in St. Louis but Didn't anybody ever tell you girls aren't supposed to play electric guitars?
8: (laughs) Um, If they did, I obviously wasn't listening. Um, (laughs) You know, it's actually kind of a, it's an interesting thing because as a young, as a young girl, I I picked up acoustic guitar first and I learned chords and I was strumming and I wanted to play electric guitar. But there was this inherent thing that I, I remember thinking that exact thing that I didn't see a lot of women playing electric guitar And I think in a way, just subconsciously, it might've blocked me from picking it up maybe even like two years earlier, just because I, I had, I didn't see that there wasn't representation. So, I mean, it's, it's so important to have representation for women on every instrument in the music industry in the field, because you you know, it's, it's hard for young people to not see it and then think that, you know what I mean? And then, then just to make the leap to do it. I, I, I feel like you have to be able to see that in, in your society, in your world. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's awesome now that I see so many women picking up all kinds of positions on the stage, you know, from, from being sidemen and musicians, front people, um, to being, you know, sound people and running lights and running venues. I mean, it, it really should, we should be equally represented in that workforce. And I think it's awesome now that there's more women doing it.
0: Indeed. Samantha Fish was with us. And on the 23rd, she will be at uh, Delmar Hall in the U-City Loop. Now, were you always that way? Were you always renegade-ish? And, you know, the one that said, well, it's mostly boys over there doing that. Well, then I'm going to go over and do that.
8: Well, I mean, the the point of what I was saying is that it kind of, it it took me a while to wrap my head around it um, and, and to go for it. I mean, I, I think I was a relatively shy kid. I mean, you might think, you see me on stage and you're like, Oh wow, she's you know, she's fearless or whatever and I mean that's something I've had to work towards but as a young person I was very, very shy and, and I think uh you know it, it took a while for me to find my my uh you know just just that inner strength and confidence and and, and to just be able to say, you know, I don't care what anybody thinks and do it, but I mean, it, just, it took me a while, but I, I found it, you know,
0: to find your sound. Yeah. And by the way, we love it. Uh, th- this project, uh, that as we mentioned up for a Grammy Deathwish blues with Jesse Dayton, you've obviously recorded stuff on your own before that. So do you go into a studio or a live session when you've got a, a contemporary with you as opposed to a backup band
8: um well yeah i mean you definitely want this was a collaboration so it was definitely it was something that was different for the both of us you know normally when we go in and we're working on our solo material it's about how am i getting my message across this was different because it's like how do we get how do we how do we get this whole vision across in a way and 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 it's also even and you know, we want to be respectful of each other and also be heard, you know, it, we, we kind of, everything took a back seat to this greater good of this, this thing we were trying to create. So in a way, you know, I was worried when you, when you go into things like this, you kind of worry about like, am I going to lose myself on it? But in a way it freed me up to go. I said yes, a lot more to things, which is, you know, it sounds weird, but like, I, I think, um, when you go into your solo records, you're really protective of it. And with this, I felt a little more just open, like, "Oh, you want to try this? Sure, I'll try it. If that's what you want to do, let's try it." And we came up with some things that, like, it, you know, I might not have ever gotten on a solo record. And and it definitely has its own sound; it's its own unique, uh, unique thing. And uh, Jesse and I are both really proud of it. And we, you know, but we came into it with a lot of respect for each other, and just wanting to create something that. That felt really, really good.
4: Dark shadow standing in a corner, big party, but no one there to warn her. Your kiss is like a dance.
6: Knows one touch, will put under. Your
0: kiss is like a death wish And it's great, and I can't wait to hear the sounds coming out of the Del Mar Hall on the 23rd. Samantha Fish again, congratulations on the Grammy nomination, and we'll be seeing you around these parts real soon.
8: Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: You might have to go go talk to our friend Jim Regna over at Triad Bank. Oh, Jimmy. I mean, if you've got a business idea or maybe you're the owner of a small business, there are so many businesses in St. Louis that are powered by Triad Bank. When other places have said no, you might go talk to Jim Regna, and he might say yes. Call me, Jimmy. We'll put you in the show. Triad Bank. They've got two locations, one at Clayton and Lindbergh, and then the other one just west of 270, on of your neighborhood-friendly bank with great pens and wonderful financial <laughs> advice, sound advice. For more, you can go online to triadbanking.com.
4: You're my funny valentine Sweet comic valentine You make me smile with my heart
0: may not be the
3: most
0: uh, covered song but way way up there i was looking at different versions of my funny valentine and found like 20 in a in just a minute i have a question yes sir why is it funny valentine What's, i didn't write it. What's, i don't know but i mean
11: you've
2: heard the song you've sure. heard all the cover versions yeah.
0: i don't it, know why it's funny valentine Maybe it's
2: in the lyrics somewhere. doesn't seem to go with the song. Like, is he amused that this person is his Valentine? Like, why is it my funny Valentine?
0: I'm not going to sleep now. I, I don't know. It's a good question, though. Thank you. It is a good question. So as we're here doing what we do, sometimes we don't know what's going on out there because we are in here. Um, and we made reference to the celebrations going on in Kansas City Uh, With the Chiefs Parade and that celebration, not unlike the one we had not that long ago for the Stanley Cup. But news breaking within the hour that there has been a shooting. And as far as fatalities, I haven't seen numbers on that. I know many people injured. Um, A
2: shooting at the parade.
0: Yeah. Uh And I, I saw some of the aerial shots of the parade. And you couldn't see the ground. So if anybody's shooting there at all, chances are it's going to hit somebody. ABC, I'm sure, is following that. Have you heard any more about that?
1: Well, I was looking on Instagram, and James Palmer, who is an NFL network reporter and host of the NFL Report, said that they were escorted away from Union Station, this is in Kansas City, after being told to get under the stage while they were hosting the parade. How terrifying. And I have reached out to him via Instagram. I don't know in the moment what kind of uh, communication he'll have uh, to see if he could possibly join us on the program here today. But, wow, our, our, our thoughts and prayers with our, I feel like our fellow Missourians over in Kansas City, what a tragic situation to have a shooting reported at the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade.
0: And no doubt, because at these giant gatherings, it is sadly where a lot of these types of things happen, like the shooting in Vegas at the concert. I'm sure security was upped big time. Huge police presence is what they're saying. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it it couldn't be stopped. And you look at the size of the crowd and all the people that were there. How could you? I mean, and it's an open air event. It's not like... We got everybody to go through a metal detector before they took it in. So we'll get more on that. And it's just, I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we had something even closer to home happen here last night.
1: We did. Uh, Drake has been in town for a couple of nights. And on night two, which was last night, i I mean, you hate to even speak the words, but a mother and daughter were in St. Louis. They came in from Chicago, and they were struck and killed while walking near Enterprise Center in downtown St. Louis by somebody that was purposely running red light after red light and driving at an extremely high rate of speed, crashed into another car. That car hit these two pedestrians, a mother and daughter, and they have passed away.
0: Did they... uh Oh, they did get the driver, didn't they? Because mm-hmm. they do describe the vehicle here. Well, I hope uh, he never sees the light of day again. Uh, and as far as Kansas City, and I'm sure ABC's on it, and some people there will be reporting on that. And Julius reached out to uh, – who did you reach out a, to? What a guy from need?
1: the NFL Network. Yeah. Uh, I have reached out to him. And I'm, now Fox News is reporting – that the shooting happened near the parade route. So, you know, the details are kind of just coming in. Other sources are saying on the parade route, and this particular guy that was quoted that they are covering it said that they were told to get underneath the stage while seeing it.
0: Do you so. see anything that says uh, the perp's been subdued and there's no longer a threat? Because this may still be something in progress. Uh, a shooting
1: is, erupts at Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl Parade. That's as of three minutes ago.
0: All right.
1: Um, but and, we're we're going to stay with it. Yeah,
2: it's, we'll, it's breaking news right now. We are going right. to stay on top of it.
0: It's a fluid situation, as Martin Kilcoyne hates to say. It is uh, 2.26, and uh, Mike DeBusque will be along in a while, and this was a pretty good story for Valentine's Day about all these dating apps because more and more people now – Find love in just that way. But not only are more and more people doing it, a lot more money. Money. I said money. Is being spent doing it. And I mean lots more money. And globally, not just the U.S., too. We'll uh, get that from Mike. And again, the latest from Kansas City, too.
1: All right, let's go to the KTRS Traffic Center now and have a look. How do the roads look, Captain Paul?
10: Julie, a look at the roadways shows no accidents right now. There is road work on southbound 141 at 70, blocking the left lane. There are stalled cars on the shoulder on 64 West at Ballas and on 270 North at Olive and at Page. And there's road work on the westbound 70 exit to Natural Bridge. From the KTRS Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS. TRS.
0: Getting some reports, too, on the Michael's Best text line. And again, it's only there, I don't know, Uh, someone saying that their two daughters who live in Kansas City, but not at the parade, say that four people have already been taken into custody. And another one says two people have been taken into custody. And that's what happens in a fluid situation where you don't really know until the smoke clears. So...
1: And it's just 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes ago, the shots were fired and the police were urging people to, quote, leave
0: the area. And that in and of itself becomes a safety issue because there's probably 200,000 people in that one half square mile. Um, you can see now they're showing some stuff on television, big police uh, presence and pointing at things. So it
9: sounds like they Two may armed people not have into found custody. People. Police in Kansas City asking anyone who was nearby to leave the area as quickly and safely as possible. These live pictures show that crime tape is up and there is a very large police presence in and around downtown Kansas City near Union Station. Of course, hundreds of thousands of people descending upon downtown Kansas City today to celebrate the Chiefs Super Bowl win. These live pictures now showing what was a very crowded scene has quickly become a very empty scene as people have been released from that area, we understand that there was a large group of people who were inside Union Station at one point in Kansas City. We are told from Kansas City police that those people have now been released. I was watching some live coverage just prior to this report, and the reporter that I was listening to had said that Kansas City Chiefs players and their families were inside Union Station and being held there. They were being now released. team balloon, work of art. Al Capone and Bugs Moran,
0: Valentine's Day, bootleg gin and a pork pie hat, do drop in, dirty rap We shared the breaking news with you out of Kansas City, that at the conclusion of the celebration of the Chiefs win, a confirmed shooting, and again, they are still uh, casing the scene and and getting the details together, what happened, who did it. There are two people currently in custody. They have injuries at 12. Um, It happened towards the end of the parade. And a friend of mine in Kansas City, who I am communicating with right now, said he had heard just moments ago on the police scanner, there was one fatality. So, again, we don't have the details, which is probably why we should just Continue with our regular scheduled program, and at the top of the hour, they'll give us the latest from ABC, or if anything changes, we will let you know. And it's Valentine's Day. That kind of dampers the mm. the day a little bit. Uh, but we'll talk about uh, Valentine's Day with Mike Debuske. Uh That will be interesting. That would be fun, I think. I want to congratulate Jason Tatum, the St. Louisan, the Chaminade boy who set the NBA on fire with the Boston Celtics. He announced in an interview that he wants to help other people in his hometown, St. Louis to get the feeling of buying their own home. And he's got a million dollar donation to a foundation That is earmarked for that very thing to help people buy their first house. So if you go to the Jason Tatum Foundation, you can find out more about it. And also we are going to reach out to them, to see if we can't get them on and maybe get you all together. And you too can own a home. Remember buying your first one? I do. The most stressful thing I've ever done. Scary.
1: Terrifying. when they sit down and show you how many payments and how much with the interest oh, never look at that all add it up how much it would be
0: yeah I never ever look at that when you make the mortgage payment and they break it down here's how much you're paying in premium uh, I'm here's how much you're paying in interest I don't look you don't look oh no it's frustrating. it's it's I depressing. bet you look at
1: tax time when you can deduct your interest
0: yeah, but still it's, more More tax, like,
1: tip, tax tips from me.
0: Like, wait, I've lived here six years. The only thing I've paid for is the mailbox at this uh, point? No. Um, Fidelity, I guess an investment firm uh, put out a, a results of a survey, which I found interesting, and I don't know how accurate it is. They say 44% of partners say they argue about money, 44%, the other 66 are lying. Right. Of I, course. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. But I do think that that's
1: a big, I mean, if you can put a budget together, and I say this not having, well, it's a you know, it's a hypothetical you, budget. Sure. It's in my head kind yeah, of a budget. I mean, well. You know, best of intentions on the first of every month. But sometimes it gets out of control. Now Max, on the other hand, I can tell you that is of, like the king budgeter.
2: Of all the things that my wife and I've, my, my wife and I argue about, and Happy Valentine's Day, Katie. Of all the things that we have disagreements about and do not see eye to eye on, money is not one of them. Well, money. you're, you're a rarity. so you agree on money. Yeah, money. You're a rarity on so many levels. Well, but people talk about the number one cause of divorce and the biggest thing that women and men argue about is money. And that's that is not on our list of disagreements. So I. Yay. I I remember
1: when we first got married and I thought, I got to tell you that I spent what on this and what? And no, I don't. But as it turns out, and if you ever follow Dave Ramsey, who I think is interesting to follow as far as you know, money advice things. He says that you should go in with your husband or wife full on and just, and share, put everything in one big pot and everybody be honest and yeah, not hide money. He's
0: not married, is he?
1: No, he has been for like 45 years.
2: (laughs) And we do ask one another like, hey, I want to, you know, Katie's like, I want to get these shoes or I'm like, I'd like to buy this statue. That's kind of where we're at. And it's great. We just budget so, and there, our budget looks. We go over it about once a month. Let's look at the budget again, and it's great. I don't. Have it. And this is
1: what he says. This guy Dave Ramsey says you should, you should have a budget every month, like you just yeah, said. He yeah. said that that's the perfect way just to proceed. Go, and then it doesn't get takes unwieldy. the stress yeah. out
2: of your life. It about the first of the month or so. We go over it. Do we need to tweak anything? Let's put less money onto this and more money on that. It's wonderful. Hmm. Have you ever
1: done a budget, Carney?
0: Uh I plead the fifth here.
1: We've tried, and I, I had somebody tell me early on in my marriage to put the money for each thing into an envelope in cash just as an exercise one month to see how much money, money, money. is really going out, like to feel it, to look at it, to see it, to say goodbye and to roll it.
0: Roll around in it. No.
1: You don't roll around in it. You get rid of it.
0: Oh, see, I don't like that part. I don't like that part at all. People uh, on the text line reminding me of uh, how inept I am at math. And, uh, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be 66% of partners that uh, are lying. It would have been 56. So my mistake. So 44% say they argue about money with their partner. And I say, hooey. I think they all do, except for Max. Max is the only one. Well, we argue about plenty of things. We have disagreements
2: about plenty of things. It's just the budget is something, a routine we got into in the last couple of years. Really, it was COVID. We sat down and said, let's figure things out. And it's been wonderful. And it's it's erased a lot of those arguments or the sneakiness. And I I recommend it. Just like uh, Julie was saying, that monthly budget, huh? it's great.
1: I'm sneaky. I admit it. I'm not that sneaky because I'm admitting it on the radio, but I am.
0: He's out of town.
1: I'm I'm sneaky, but there's still the app. I, I can be sneaky sometimes with my money. I might want to sneak into Genovese and say, Hey, Nicole, you know, that eternity band in might the case.
0: Want to sneak into Genovese? I would mean when, love to when, put that in
1: Liza way. Yeah. I mean, when, when. I one, do
0: one more thought on the money thing, money before we get into oh. jewelry big time. Uh, that 56% who don't argue about money with their partner, if they're not lying, I'll throw another one in here. They've got a stash.
1: Of cash? Whether
0: it's in another account or some money tucked away somewhere that the other one doesn't know about it, you can count on it. And maybe you want to dip into that and buy yourself a nice ring and treat yourself to something.
2: Now. Where would I go? Well, and I would love to hear more about Genovese, but I also have some breaking news here uh, in a good way on The Carney Show. We were just talking about Jason Tatum and Jason Tatum's foundation. Yeah. His foundation just gave me a very prompt response, which is wonderful, and they're going to look into po- the possibility of getting Jason Tatum on our show. Oh, something that, that would that be
1: so cool. Julie
2: Buck and I were just telling Carney that's a pipe dream, It's not going to, and they've already said Let's look into it. I'm so tired of being. Late. And I'm I'm so happy for John Carney pushing us like he did because I'd be really happy to have Jason Tatum on the show. I would too. And we could tell him about Genovese Jewelers.
1: We could, unless he already goes there. I know he's got some friends that shop there. I know he does. I can't tell you how I know that, but I know that Genovese Jewelers they've been live and local here in St. Louis for over forty years. Valentine's Day. What you didn't order the flowers? You didn't pick up the chocolates. Save the day. Stop by Genovese Jewelers, just west of 270 on Olive. They are ready to go. Heart-shaped pendants, diamond earrings. I'm just throwing out some ideas. A pickleball bracelet, a tennis necklace. I mean, you name it, they've got it in stock, ready to go. And they'll even gift wrap it for you, make you look like a Valentine's Day pro. Genovese Jewelers, online too, at GenoveseJewelers.com.
0: show till three and i'm sure abc at the top of the hour giving the latest on the shooting in kansas city taking place at the conclusion of the chiefs celebration apparently all the players were inside union station and it was at the end of the event i mean not that a player getting injured is any worse than anybody else getting injured but none of the players were because they were all inside they have all since dispersed and you know we're, we're and two shooters are out. in
1: custody the right. way we understand it right now mm-hmm. and people are saying that they've been watching from the hotel four people have been carted off one person is uh possibly deceased uh, we, we can't confirm all of this yet so we don't want to just throw out speculation and Rumors. We want to be completely accurate on this, and as Carney said, ABC will have the latest actual information for you at the top of the hour, right here on the Big Five Fifty.
0: You know, one thing for sure, though, it certainly uh, mires what should have been a grand celebration in Kansas City, and uh, what we also mentioned earlier. If you missed that, that that uh, a mother and daughter were killed downtown St. Louis. Uh, Coming out of the Drake concert because this car, I don't know if they were running from police or they were drag racing or whatever, ran a red light and hit them and killed them. Uh, I am happy to say authorities have them in custody. Have you ever been driving around on the highway or on a road and a motorcycle goes by you that's doing a wheelie and they're going like 80 miles an hour? Or more, yeah i I had another one of those like just a couple of nights ago mm. like are you trying to get in the paper what I, it's insane and apparently downtown it happens almost nightly so where are the parents that's always that's always how you answer it. Where are the parents interesting conversation this morning with Rob Reiner and no not about the who killed jFK podcast, which just came out you know, like a month ago. And it's really good, by the way. Um, whatever you believe, it's still an interesting premise put forward. Um, no, he's got a, a new one out called God and Country. Very thought-provoking and uh, well-researched and things like that. Uh, a lot of footage. And he's not in it. It's not Rob Reiner narrating this or whatever. But it's, uh, it's, it's also very thought-provoking. Really good. And he's very... He's has got very political in his old age. And I think that I think ha- in his young age too. Yeah. But I think it happens as you get older, you get more involved in the process. And I would think it's the opposite. I would think as you get older, it's like ugh, that's not my battle.
1: Maybe it's the more the more taxes you pay it gets your attention too.
0: Yeah. Maybe or so. Or when you
1: start paying taxes when you're a young person. You know, for the first time, you're like, wait, they're going to take what out of my check?
0: Oh, I'm getting tax paperwork together. I was doing that last night, and it is so depressing. So depressing. I
1: don't even want to talk about it. Do you want Max to go through your
2: budget? You know what you can talk about? You can talk about barbecue. You love to talk about that. That's not depressing.
0: No. No, it's not. Okay, give me a minute to collect myself. You know what I haven't had since we did the live broadcast at Sugar Fire, the new one in Fluorescent, is those burn ends. Those were great. Now I'm obsessed again. Not till you brought it up. I've been back to Sugar Fire a couple times, the one closer to my house, and didn't think of them. Now I'm thinking about them. Now I want them. And now I'm wondering if I got time to swoop by Fluorescent, pick up some burn ends. Then go get my son and take him to physical therapy and probably end up eating those in the car. Not going to lie. Eating barbecue in the car is pretty tough, but if you've had sugar fire, you'd understand why I take the risk. You would, too. It is quite simply the best barbecue you'll ever spill on their shirt. And now the folks that brought that to you making pizza downtown across from. That Sugar Fire, which is next to the Blues Museum and Hall of Fame, is hot pizza, cold beer. And you know what? Went down there and, of course, enjoyed some of that, too. So, branching out, taking over the food world, Sugar Fire Smokehouse. Um, all right, we mentioned in the beginning, with this being Valentine's Day, we would have various and sundry. Subjects about it, guests to talk about it, and the technology reporter for ABC, Mike Dobusky. His assignment this time, how many people are actually on these dating sites? How much money are they spending? And I'll tell you, I think the results will astound you. Share the news, Michael. Uh, Two hundred and six million
11: dollars, uh, I think, is the big number uh, that everybody's talking about in the dating app space today. That's how much money just Americans spent in just January on dating apps. And that, uh, <gasps> oh, my broke gosh. record. Uh, Broke a record set in April of 2020. We can maybe read the tea leaves into why people were feeling a little lonely around that time. But, yeah, it's a, a testament to exactly how popular these apps are, specifically the subscription versions of these apps. You know, all of the main ones that you've heard of, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, those are the top three apps that people spend the most money on. In fact, a third of all the spending that happened on American dating apps happened on Tinder alone. So Tinder is sort of in the class of its own here. And it's a trend that we see reflected globally. Uh, almost half a billion dollars were spent last month on dating apps. When we look at the global picture, the only category of apps that we spend more money on are streaming apps, things like Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. So, again, it goes back to exactly how popular these things are and how much, you know, people are invested in them. Because if you're spending, you know, in some cases, 15, 20, even 50 bucks a month, chances are you're there and you're pretty serious, right? You're not going to forget about that charge, uh, which, you know, from the app's point of view, they say that that is a means by which to sort of narrow the field and make sure that you know you're getting a real person who's committed on these apps.
0: I I didn't know there was a charge uh, to, well, to get not, on these apps.
11: There are uh, there are free versions of all of these apps. Of course, they've all started as sort of free services, um, and and you can match with people for free. But, the but am- if you want the good one, it's that that- just access it- to ugly people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay twenty uh, bucks. They would say not as
11: compatible matches. I think would be the terminology that they would <laughs> nice use. But yeah, it's you're smart. essentially
0: <laughs> nice personality. This uh-huh.
11: one, uh, essentially <laughs> a drop in the ocean, uh, is is kind of how people look at that, right? And if you shell out, you know, a monthly fee, well, that boosts your profile into a sort of more exclusive, potentially more compatible group of people. That's not the only way that these apps make their money, however. Uh, There are also a number of apps that played around with, like, sort of one-off payments where, you know, you can pay, like, a one-time fee and, you know, match with someone who didn't necessarily match with you, give yourself a second chance. And we've also seen other apps like Bumble expand beyond the romantic world, right? Bumble is now using its algorithm to match people who could potentially be friends or who are looking for friends in their area that's or sad. even business partners. So that's, that's another part of this as well.
1: How about roommates? I mean, uh,
11: that, that's a good question. I mean, look, is a friend, a roommate, uh, is a business partner, a roommate uh, you know, it could, could be any of those, I suppose, but uh, there's a, there's yeah, that yeah, I'm sure there are services dating. out there that will match. It with yeah, Farmer
1: wants a wife. There's that one. <laughs> and then Farmers there's some, only, of course. Yeah. And then there's another one where people that are like Uber wealthy pay Tons of money to be on just to meet somebody else that mirrors what they're worth.
11: That's right, yeah. So there's this emerging group of sort of ultra-exclusive, ultra-expensive apps with names like The League and Raya and The Score. That last one, you actually have to have a certain credit score in order to join. Other apps are invite-only, meaning that you have to know someone who's already on the platform in order to get on it. And then you have to pay a monthly fee. And these fees are not just, you know, 50 bucks a month. They're hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month. So, again, they say that these are a, a means by which to make sure that you're getting someone who's serious, right? Who is, you know, a, an athlete or a professional or a titan of industry or something like that.
0: A titan and of industry. who is industry. not, you
11: know, a scam bot. So that's uh-huh. the idea.
0: So you said this was a, a global uh, investigation or a global poll. How did we fare to other countries? Did they rank them as to who's <laughs> dropping the most? uh Well, we don't necessarily have
11: like who's in second place, but if you look at if we almost spent a half a billion dollars globally and the United States accounts for about 206 million dollars of that, well, that's two fifths. So uh, <laughs> suffice it to say, we are a big part of. Of the spending uh, on, on dating apps world, um, yeah, and as I said, you know it's second only to the the streaming world as well. Um, and of course, guys, it, we got to talk about the the sort of security concerns as well. There's yeah. a report from NordVPN recently about uh, how much data these apps collect on their users. Every app, when you download it, asks for certain permissions, right? When you download Uber, it needs your GPS location in order to send you a car. Well, uh, dating apps like Tinder and Hinge ask for largely the same thing, to match you with people in your area, to have access to your photos, well, this report found that 25% of those permissions were unnecessary to the function of the app, which yeah. means that they could potentially be selling that information off to third parties and oh, advertisers.
0: I they're sort of kind of used to that anyway. I think there's one out there, too, a dating service for network correspondents. Just throwing it <laughs> out there, Mike. Hey, thanks so much, and happy Valentine's Day.
11: You too, guys. Take care.
0: That's Mike Dubusky from ABC News. Uh, And again, breaking during the show, a shooting taking place in Kansas City at the conclusion of the Chiefs Parade and Rally outside of Union Station. The network will have the latest, and I'm sure Heidi and Josh will be following that story throughout the afternoon.
3: Mm.
1: Really sad to hear it. Uh, Keep our, our friends down the highway in your thoughts and prayers, and I'm sure you'll hear more about it. At the top of the hour here with ABC News on the Big
0: 550. A ton of stuff, including Brendan Weese popping in tomorrow. And we'll have questions for Marshall Brain as we do. For Julie Welcome, Max Forzi. I'm John Carney. Thank you for listening. Happy Valentine's Day.